But then I'm, I'm just chilling because I didn't know if he was ready to go or not. I didn't know what's happening. So I was like, right, let me let me Yo. chill. I'll put out Twitter, you know. Yeah, we ready for this wild shit. I've been recording all the bullshit we've been doing just now, so. I mean, it wasn't really much. Yeah. I mean, me and Jeff looked at each other, took a sip of our drinks, and then, you know. <laughs> That's it. We stared in each other's eyes and was like, it's time to podcast. I mean, I didn't know if it was that deep of a connection. I mean, I'm fond of Jeff, but I didn't know if we had that kind of moment just now. Yeah, it takes a while for me to warm up. <laughs> I'm saying my boy Jeff is like uh, an 87 uh, fucking Escort, you know? An <laughs> 87 Escort? Ford Escort, an 87 Ford Escort. You, oh, know? you got to let it warm up in the driveway a little bit. <laughs> but I'm reliable. You know? Nah, Beat not that Ford's. shit into the ground. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the uh, your experiences, but my dad had a Ford Escort, and man, that shit had like three hundred thousand miles, and that shit was still kicking. That shit should have died forever ago. Like it's like Hondas. You can take a, you can run a Civic for seven hundred. Hondas are ass right now. Yeah, right now. But back in the days, you can run a a Civic for seven hundred miles and seven hundred thousand miles, and that shit's still going. Nah, that shit still had problems even back then. They were just cheap and easy to fix. What you're thinking of is those Toyotas, those Camrys, man. I used, to, yo, I used to know a mother of four who would have fucking who never had an oil change once in her life, my nigga. She didn't even rotate her tires. That's that Toyota still kicking. Damn, Damn. <laughs> she's still driving that Toyota today. Damn, that says a lot. All right, shout out to Camry. You need to sponsor us. We didn't give you the hell of shout out, boy. I'm, I'm just saying, how many Camrys? There's, there's like eight generations of Camrys still on the road together today. That's not common. When's the last time you seen a, a Maxima from the 80s? You still see them Camrys from the 80s. That's true. When's the last time you seen a fucking a Mazda from the 80s, a Subaru from the 80s, and one <laughs> of these shits? Nothing, my nigga. There's literally like seven generations of Toyotas driving on, I mean, of Corollas driving on the road at the same time. That's true. I have seen Beatles from like the seventies. Yeah, but that's like a, that's like a nostalgia thing, though. You know what I mean? That's like a oh, these are like gray old cars. I mean, for like a basic like Econo shit box, like that's not that wasn't meant to drive for that long. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like those and Windstars you see on the road for millions of miles. Who the hell still has a Windstar on the ground? I used to whip a Windstar. Don't judge me, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably still a few of them out there. Yeah. The turquoise town, the turquoise wind star, or the town and country. You know, what you know about that <laughs> town and country. I know. <laughs> I used to whip that shit un unregistered all over the place. My guy, that's I drove an unregistered town and country to go get my fucking uh, PS4. Me and JP drove to five towns to go get uh, GTA. We was wilding. That sure were an unregistered town. I mean, to be honest, that wasn't that bad, my nigga. I mean, you can get some of your stories, and I think you know you got a little, a little more potency in your in your debauchery and mischief. You know, oh, that's true. The worst they could say is is my shit was unregistered. I had my license and shit, but you just hired. Sometimes you just gotta whip the bitch. You know, that's true. You got places to go. I think I was more worried about the timing belt and <laughs> the fact that that shit squealed the whole way. It it barely stopped, but you know, it was good. There's a lot of space between us and the car accident. <laughs> no, I think the worst thing we ever had was June had a Datsun 210. You like told us. About 12 people in the car. I know, you told <laughs> us. The cops had you on the ground. With the yeah. <laughs> but still, that's 12 people in a Datsun 210. You brought up a good point. It wasn't even a four-door Datsun 210. It was a two-door Datsun. Yes, sick. Yes, sick. 
It was the two door. I think Jeff might have saw it. I think Jeff was around when we. He might have saw the Datsun two ten once. Probably, but I know him more for the yeah. hybrid. I hope. I hope these niggas ain't have you packed in there like a Vienna sausage. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. No. Cause I'm not gonna hold you. I'm assuming you guys were skinnier when you were younger, but I know y'all still was big. I'm not. I just don't see the equation where y'all have ten other niggas aside from y'all and both of y'all big. You know, this is true. We we were small and you know younger and like yo. Listen, we were I'm just. Saying, happy to I, be I don't know. Full. I like. I feel like the le- the legacy of this might go over some people's head because they may not realize the size of a Datsun two ten. <laughs> Damn, dude, they, you need to Google the shit, nigga. You could barely fit two people in that car. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and yo, we used to have eight. Yeah, we nigga, you stop. would sit in that car with two people. Y'all elbows touching. <laughs> Fuck elbows. Y'all shoulder blades touching. <laughs> like you were just like, your fucking collar blade is your collar blade is scissoring with the other person. <laughs> that shit was tighter than the fucking airline seats, and you know how close that shit is sitting next to somebody. Shit. I'm sitting here thinking that yeah, Datsun 210 was a, was a spirit flight before spirit. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold for even the Datsun 210. Hey man, I like those cars, but you just sometimes gotta admit the space. You mean I like small cars, so I like cars like that. But I don't know. Like you know, it's tiny as fuck, and you can't fit in there. Like this is true. That's like if if one day you and Jeff pulled up in a Miata, I'd be like, y'all too big for that. If both of y'all pulled up in a Miata, I'd be like, y'all know you don't fit in this. I'm First too tall one, for those. Man. One of the we don't fit in one Miata. One of us don't fit in a Miata. Two of us, that's just pushing it. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the ridiculous. Zomb- the, the zombie apocalypse better be happening. I just think, I think the Miata is actually kind of roomy. Like I think you could fit in the Miata. What you don't fit in is like a Subaru BRZ or the Toyota <laughs> 86 or Scion FRS. Those no. cars. I don't fit in that shit. I could fit in it, but the problem is getting in and out. I have to like put your knee on the ground out. and roll out. Yes, <laughs> action roll out. I know because I have to too. Exactly, and know, I'm not even that big, you know. Yeah, I hate doing that. I had to get on the ground and crawl like I'm in some kind of military training or some shit. Nah, that's just life. That's like that's like getting. I don't know if you guys ever sat in I eight. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, you I'm gotta roll out of that. You gotta go down and like kind of put your forearm on the ground if you know if you ain't, ain't if you ain't got the you know the wherewithal because I think there's like a gap like it's a monocoque so you got to step over that shit. It's, it's annoying. I kind of yeah. feel like if they they made sports cars for just small people just to fucking ride around it. No, they make they make sports cars for big niggas. The problem is they were also made for geriatric niggas and gynecologists. True. True. And niggas with midlife crisis, that's just the Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Corvettes and Hellcats are big-bodied cars. Yeah, I definitely like that. Like, I mean, it depends. Whole- big-body supercars are, like, kind of a dying breed. Because, like, even the Super was a big-body, like, sports car. They had a wide-body one that everyone made a big deal about years what? ago. I forgot the name of it, but I think it was a Dodge something. I mean, they sell wide-bodied cars, like, a lot. Like, that's not uh, abnormal. Yeah, Dodge. I got, just can't remember. Well, it was everyone. Made Chrysler Dodge got it. bought by what you call it by Fiat, Fiat Ferrari, and now they just so then now they're uh, Chrysler Fiat, and yeah, they just do whatever the fuck they want, pretty, pretty much. much. Well, that's a warm up, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for us to 
hey, my nigga, don't, don't get me out of this, bro. I wanted to tell you that I got a song for you, Tuck, a special song. Yeah, you Written for your heart and soul. Are you ready for this, Tuck? I'm ready. Thick bitches, big bitches. Thick, 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 thick bitches, 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 bitches. When I was 15, I wish I had bitches. Tiki masala, butter, chicken thighs, I'm filling up my horizon Baby wanna fly, put her on the top of my bison You wanna sprint, so I showed her how to switch to Verizon Pushing game in the Porsche, I'ma teach you how to ride You do me as the course Before we take off, I'ma need to perform I'll show you how I lay it down, average D in the more Cleopatra wants Caesar to come and top her A head knocker, pull her in, a pipe piper No makeup on, so cute, you might find her But she could be a bull, turn you into fine china One, two, three, at least Not praying for the evening, but we're on our knees You're a winner, baby Take this plaque, then I'll slap on that booty Like a special on a flapjack If you're in the mood, come on Bow, bow, Tuck, how do you fucking feel about that? Yo, you just fucking rickrolled me, man That shit, I didn't even know, yo that's who's rapping that shit? Yeah, my guy's my guy's name is Average D. Trying to, you know, preach the process of what I was talking to Jeff about before we started podcasting, which is, you know, you got to give out Average Dick because they love you at your worst. They could love you at your best, you know? That's true. Yes, right. You can't, you can't go all in. You got to give them, you know, like... Because when I become cybernetic Nat with the fucking... Extendo dick, you know? You're going to have to go go, go go gadget dick. When I get, yeah, when I become augmented, when I become Boston Dynamics, Nat. <laughs> you know? You'll be able to press a button on your die. Like. I'm going to turn my dick on, and it's going to have, you know, the the sport massager mode that all, the people be using for their leg. I'm going to have one of those, man. I'm going to have the magic wand, the magic wand setting, you know? Go go gadget dick. Right, just start gyrating. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to feel that girl? You want to feel that? You want, want me to give you the shiatsu? I'm gonna turn it up for you. Turn it up for you real quick. But let me get into the AKAs real quick, because you know if I don't if I don't start this all right, I'm gonna fuck it up. And it's your boy. I'm gonna start off with this one this week because it's important. It's your boy Procrastinator Pete, and I feel like I've been living very true to that. It's your boy Seymour Dollars. A.K.A. Barrington B. Bonnet. The B stands for boss man. It's your boy Bosco Bandelier, DJ Cotton Swab, and Will T. Hands. All right, all right. You know who it is. It's your boy Black Lavender, A.K.A. Big Lavender, A.K.A. The New Chocolate Giddy Up, A.K.A. The Dry Rub Daddy, A.K.A. Your Girlfriend's Best Friend, Treating Strippers Like an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look on Jeff's face. <laughs> and this week, I am old man, old man Logan, only because I just definitely need to shave. Chairman of the NYDP. You That's forget. right, the chairman, the chairman of the NYDP. <laughs> Still gonna get the motherfuckers on this shit. <laughs> El Jefe. All right, yeah. I'm Jeff, aka LFA, 
aka Black Solstice, aka Yes, I know your girl. No, I do not want her. <laughs> it just ended like that. And right? we are back, you know? <laughs> we are well, here. And we'll, and More topics for your head top. Yeah, but before we go into topics, uh, you know, because I know his little light skinned ass is going to hear this, I want to talk about Camper P over there. Who, who Actually, I, I like high key, high key. I love camping. I just don't know if I trust JP and Denise to go camping with them. And their little fucking freaky asses is going to fuck in the tent they borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go with them, yeah. to be honest with you. But I, I did want to go. Yeah, not, I, love, I love camping. Not not like he called me and told me I had to sit up there and get the Facebook news to know. Oh, I'm going camping this week. Oh, I, can't I told to him to call you. I said, "Does Tuck know you're not coming or going camping, nigga?" For one, and he's like, well, "I think so." And I was like, "I don't think so, nigga." Yeah, I think so. After I had to see it on Facebook all weekend and see his little drive on his camping trip, like I can't wait to go camping. I can't wait to go camping. I'm like, "Yeah, you're gonna go out there and get fucking raped by a bear." Like, well, right? he just wants to go fuck in the woods. That's what he wants to do. That, that's his whole big thing to go fuck in the woods. Really? Well, I think so. I don't I, know. I'm not yo, I think everybody up, should go fuck in the woods at least once. Just to no, it's actually that shit. not great. You can get a mosquito bite on the inside of your ass cheek. It's not gonna be fun. Right, he'll get poison ivy on his dick. It's better than fucking in the beach, man, because I don't want sand in my dick. That shit gets everywhere. It never escapes. I mean, to, she be get honest, to be honest, if you prepare well as a seasoned veteran beach smasher, you know, you got to get the towels right. You know what I mean? And for me, it's a very low-risk situation. How do you keep sand out the vagina? I mean, I'm saying for me, it's a very low-risk situation. <laughs> for me, you know? I'm just saying, if Dominicans can keep sand out the spaghetti they bring to the beach, I can, <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's wrong? No comments. <laughs> y- y- y'all been to the beaches in the Dominicans, and you was very, you was very ponderous. Is that a word? You were, ve- you were, it can be now. You were very befuddled when they pulled out the big ass tubbleware. Not even tubbleware. It wasn't even that. That they pulled out the big. Cast iron pot of spaghetti to be like, yo, you want something? It's like, nigga, that is not a food you bring to the beach. <laughs> I've never seen that. That's then again, thing. I look don't it, go to the beach that much. Look it up. You got Dominican friends. Ask them about it. It's it's a thing of lore. <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> of truth. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't I don't know why, but it happened several times. And one time I had to ask, like, yo, what the fuck y'all bring to the beach? It's like, it's just what we do. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like that was a thing, like, my, my, my grandparents, are like, well, half of my grandparents are Trinidadian, and they used to, whenever we'd go on a long drive, she would always make these, like, weird potted meat sandwiches, so think tuna made from meat, like, <laughs> like beef and shit, and to be honest, it's kind of good, like, I like the shit, I mean, because I grew up eating it, but it definitely was odd, and we only ate it when going, like, on a long drive, that was, like, are oh, you going somewhere? Here's the trip sandwiches, you know? Uh-huh. You're going like, somewhere. Like, here's some potted meat. Like it's a flaky crust on it, like a little Think turnover. Think a sausage, but not pressed into a sausage. Oh, okay. Like spam? No, but it's, it's like paste. Oh, no, yeah, like that's pate. not different. Like a pate. Ugh. It was yeah. actually pretty good. I mean, in, in my humble opinion. Haitians I'm, got- not, I'm not hating on the potted meat sandwiches. Yeah, Haitian got something like that, but it's more of a turnover with a type of flaky crust and a fish in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I forgot the name of it. Are though. you talking about like Aki and saltfish, or like bacalao, or yeah, something similar to that? You eat your people's food, bro. I'm hungry. <laughs> food is good, bro. Like I tell you, bro, that fucking you'd go to JP's JP's grandma's house. Sometimes you think she was making a making a potion, but 
That fucking rice, <laughs> the oxtail with the cashews and stuff. I'm yeah, still partial like, to my Jamaican oxtail, but you know, the rice especially with the cashews and stuff was fine. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, it was not yeah. bad. Yeah, it can be good. Haitians people, like putting nuts in their food. I don't know why, but nah, you know, I'm, nah, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of nuts in my food. I'd rather just have it separately. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm a fan because you know, especially the cashews, they they mush up. It has a different flavor that I wasn't expecting that I really quite enjoy, mm-hmm. but. I can't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, I would, did want to do start off serious and be like, yo, niggas, it's happening again. Take the fucking pandemic seriously. And I want to say that as procrastinator P, as a nigga who's been, will procrastinate his fucking heart surgery if he had the choice. If I need a heart surgery, just know I'm going to try to procrastinate that shit. So I'm going to try to make it a thing where I'm going to go get vaccinated. I'm not telling you, yo, go do what you got to do, whatever. But I am saying that I, I have had like, Several family members pass away from COVID, and I had to add another person to that list today. So, take this shit seriously, niggas. It's happening. You act some. A lot of people are acting like it doesn't affect them, and I'm like, nigga, it. It. You've been rolling the dice since so far, my guy. But I feel like yeah. people need to take this a little more seriously. I I have told people that you know, like I. And at I, least if you go, if you're going to do that, nigga, wear your mask. Yeah, I I have said that like take the vaccine. I don't agree with forcing people to do certain things but i do agree like it's we've we've now reached the level of we fucked up a little too much and it's time to like buckle down and get something because we're not going to get rid of this so um take the vaccine let's understand some people waiting for it to be fda approved but you know like at a certain point i really don't feel like being locked down again i feel like florida didn't give a fuck and now you know like look where we're at now it's everywhere but the thing is for me I, just, I don't have no moral qualms with the fucking vaccine. Nigga, when they announced this shit, I was like, nigga, squirt that shit down my throat. I'm here for it. I'm just a procrastinator. Yeah. I'm a habitual procrastinator. Like I said, I'll procrastinate my fucking death if I had the choice. I'd procrastinate my funeral, you know, just like show it to my funeral. Like, like hey, what you guys waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I mean, I said the same thing. Like, I don't, I don't have one of these whole things. You know, it's unconstitutional. I don't trust it. Like, look, yeah, I'm black. And the government did get us with the Tuskegee experiment. But you know what? This is our time's disease and it's time to just like get serious. Plus, I'm not trying to fucking be turned away at my favorite restaurant because the bozo over there wants to play fucking. Also, sidebar. uh, The what you call. I also want to say, especially, especially I'm not huge, but. I would say if I have five family members who passed away, four of them have been bigger, please, especially if you're bigger. It just literally f- goes after everything that's already like kind of fucked. So sh- just take it seriously, guys. I'm not speaking it specifically, but everybody listening that this is like, you know, I feel like me specifically, my family has had like quite a high dealing with it on both sides, my dad's and mom's side. So, you know, yep. so that is our serious service acknowledement. Jeff is looking over like, yo, just take that shit. <laughs> uh, I just say talk to your doctor first. Don't listen to the politicians. Even though right now in New York they're giving you $100 to do it. I, I, that that feels dirty and like a weird bribe sort of thing. Just talk to your doctor. First. I don't know. If you want to hold me out for $100 to take the vaccine, all right, cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, nigga, link yeah. me, bro. Link me. <laughs> no, they're doing it right now, yeah. Link in New me, York bro. City. Give me the link, bro. I need the link. I'm nigga, I want $100. No. I'm going to get this shit anyway. Especially just, if I'm yeah. procrastinator. I might, you know that. Ain't no triggers my hustle sense, you know? Yeah, you might. Yeah, I mean, you could just go to any location that does it through the city, like the NYC app, 
and then they'll just give you a hundred dollars for just taking See, it. See, Jeff telling y'all, you know, what but, to yeah, yeah, fuck like that. I said, me personally, I just say talk to your doctor first. Don't listen to politicians, celebrities, or anyone on TikTok. Never listen to people on TikTok. A lot of them are fucking morons. Just, you know, talk to your doctor first. Because some people they can, but some people can't take it because of medical reasons. You know, they could just kill them. Yeah, that's just all, because that's of all I'm not reactions. telling people like, yo, like yeah. Like, do it. Like, 100%, like, go do what you got to do. But I am saying, you know, take this more seriously. This is, niggas act like it's not a thing because you can't see it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I'm sorry I brought I brought the mood down. I just wanted to get that off nah, the top. You, you brought the mood where it is. What do you want to start with this? Or can I? Can uh, I, start? I mean, you want to bring, talk the mood about somebody else bringing the mood down? Have y'all seen that video where this chick in Crown Heights just hops out of her car very casually? Walks up to some other chick and blows her fucking brains out. Oh, hell. Just walks the fuck away casually. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not shocked by that. I'm not just, It's crazy because, like, I don't, like, I hate shit like this normally watching, but, like, the how casual she is and her execution of it is kind of scary. Like, this bitch did it like, yep, Tuesday. Damn, that's wow. Just walked up right behind her too. But like, oh shit! I'm not shocked by that, but still, it's kind of fucked up that's happening. But she just did it and then got in her car and drove away. Like people have no fear now because you know a lot of them know that what the cops gonna do. Let's be yeah. honest: when there's no cops around, or at least a lot less of them, all that fear is gone. They just yeah, stop caring. I think it's a cop thing. That's the thing. Because here's the thing is, in most situations, like, I'm, I'm only speaking for me. If we're standing in a circle, God forbid somebody comes and shoots Tuck, they're not getting in their car. You're shooting me too, bitch. Like, like, well, one thing I didn't understand is, like, this is more than likely later when you hear the story. I'm going to say, like, 9 out of 10, it was over a guy. I mean, no matter what. Yeah, it's and it's over, not, no matter what is over, I mean? it's fucked up. That was a but, very calculated hit, yeah. you know? Because my thing is, like, I can't see two women. You know, back in the days, women used to just fight. The worst you had to worry about is the buck 50 across the face. But for you to get out of, for you to get out of the car and do that, I mean, that reminds me of a story. And um, you and I live in Rockaway about uh, Tino's hair salon. Remember um, the shit that happened back then? Girl, you know, it was a whole fight over a dude and... The girl was in the shop getting her hair done, and the girlfriend just walked in and blew her fucking brains out in the chair. Or however the story went, like, it happened in there, and I was just like... When is this you're talking about? This is, like, way back. Like, I think I was a young kid. Let's say I might have been 13, maybe 12 when this happened. You know... Uh I might be closer to that than you think. We should talk about it after the pod, though. Oh, okay. So, that that was something that was wild, so... I just don't understand, like, I don't care if you're a guy or girl, like, don't do that over somebody else. The, your freedom and the world around you isn't worth somebody. And I and I know I speak from being heartbroken or going through some shit or even having my girl taken by somebody I knew. It's it's not worth the jail time. Like, that person, who gives a fuck? Like, yo, move, go to the next person. Pull your big boy pants up and, like, move on. I mean... While we're on the topic of assassinations, we have a very serious next topic. And I know I've been bringing the mood down with these, but we might need to hold a vigil for Dipset. 
Yep. <laughs> There's a mass murderer running around. Jada Kiss is out there destroying everybody's catalogs. I don't know what to tell you. He got Fab. Yeah. <laughs> he got the he got Dipset. And by all means, Dipset has a better like catalog, catalog. Just Jada Kiss is too good. Like like that shit yeah. locks like you. Yo. The niggas name themselves after warlocks and you still decide to play with them. <laughs> Yo. Yo, my thing is, this is, and I was telling Jeff this earlier. This was the first verses I ever watched all the way through. Like, I just sat down and. This is my era, bro. This is my shit. Like, yeah. And the fact that he was just. Like at first they were clowning each other. I don't even other. know if you heard. My voice just got hella raspy. Yeah. I was like, yo. <laughs> like like at, at first I was like, they clowning each other. And I was like, damn, they getting serious, yo. I hope a fight don't break out. But they were talking about this all love or whatever. Jim Jones fell off the stage. I don't know. If you <laughs> no, that. I didn't see that. But what got me was your man Jewels was walking around with his arms puffed out. And yo, um, Styles P just snatched the do rag off the top of his head, oh, the, the bandana, bandana off. On the yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" He was like, "That's what I think about that song, Santana." Like, I was like, "Wow!" Like, he let me tell you something. J- Jada Kiss body that who shot your beat for Biggie. Like Sidebar. That. So I just want to say, let me say this one thing. Yeah, niggas need to stop fucking with Jada Kiss. He is a psycho socio. Whatever path, whatever word you can add path at the end, Jada Kiss is that. Jada Kiss came out and was bald for the first 10 years of his career and then pulled back up with the hairline because he was bald by choice. That nigga is crazy. Stop <laughs> messing with that man. Yeah, like Nobody yeah. goes bald by choice. True. Yeah. That's that's true. And your man went outside. Like, do you see where his hairline is? Yeah. He has he doesn't have plugs. He was bald by choice. This nigga walked around looking like a ninja turtle by choice. <laughs> and y'all still playing with that man. Hey, yo, your man went out and started. He is doing crazy, certified. Went and started doing pull-ups after the show. <laughs> oh, that's an old clip. That's an old clip. Oh, that's an old clip? I'm about to say, I thought that was like. But that's just like, this just normal kiss, you know? Like, damn. Like, that was like Jada Kiss knows how to break dance. This nigga can spin on his head, and y'all niggas playing with this man. He knows the fundamentals of hip hop. <laughs> Never mess with someone who knows the fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this man knows breakbeat steps and how's the windmill on top of his head, and you playing with this man? Yo, yo, when my man started playing, when they said, "Yo, you ain't got no songs for bitches," and he said, "Your word," and then he started playing, "Knock Yourself Out." I've never. Well, he played. Seen the crowd back to back. They even played Good Love, which is low key one of my favorite songs. Like, (laughs) but I've never seen Loose songs. I feel like niggas be trying to sleep on my man Sheik Loose, but you know, yeah. But I've never seen a crowd stop and just started. Like he didn't even have to finish his lyrics. Like he was just like everybody was just loud enough just to finish it for him, and he was just putting the mic out like yo. Yeah, he was like, why I keep rapping over the songs? Like, that was that. I I will say one thing: the camera had me dying about one. He gets up and he goes, yo, y'all a bunch of good side bitches. Y'all sitting up here helping us rap the lyrics to all the songs. He said, y'all great side bitches. That, that I found nah, funny. He was, saying, he was saying, like, they, they good on everybody else's song. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I said. But they, it was just, that was the they funniest great, thing. Greatest side dishes. Yeah. yeah, that was the funniest thing for him to come out with. But after that. Cam is funny, but. Like, the chemistry between the locks, like, they were rapping each other words and shit, like. 
they they look like they was ready for tour. Like they look like they rehearsed, you know? Like everything went to plan. They came in with a strategy and a plan for everything, you know? Yeah, your man came out and said, Freaky Z, he said, You see Freaky Z go over there? Don't he look like the fat nigga from Drew Hill? And then, yo, it was wild. Nah, Freaky Ziki was on there doing fucking he was he was looking like the the black character from Tekken. He was doing Capoeira. That nigga was like had his hands all over the place. He was doing too much, bro. Yo, all I can tell you is, yo, I was done. Yo, that was a fire versus. Like I've never seen New York City captivated like in that garden, in my life. In the garden, in the garden, that, yo, in, that, in that the man, mecca. That's why, that's why Kemba signed for nothing. He signed for pennies, bro. Because <laughs> he was like, I need that energy, you know, in my veins. So, yo, and Kemba from the Bronx. So, you know, he gave in there like, it's going to be crazy. But I have another serious topic. I know you laughed at that one because it wasn't seriously, but actors out here not washing their ass. I thought y'all was going to say something about me because I'm a little musty because I wanted to take a shower before I came and I didn't. But I don't know if y'all know this, but your man Jake Gyllenhaal said he's anti bath. What does that mean? Like, he just showers? You know how niggas are. Are, are anti-vax He's anti-wash your ass So he just go to the set like Funky as fuck Like Apparently he doesn't shower He says He says he brushes his teeth But he doesn't shower He thinks he doesn't Unless he gets vis- visibly dirty He doesn't shower So what is he like British now? Nah even British people shower Like what does he just go like Yo listen The problem is British people Just dunk their ass in the water And then keep it pushing He don't even do that apparently <laughs> Wow <laughs> I'm joking. I don't even know, but that was just funny. That that image of like having a full tub and just dipping your ass in there and leaving is funny as fuck. Like, no, one thing is like, yo, like, how do you go? Like, yo, listen, this this is the problem. See, you fucking Sidebar, chicks out there. Niggas said, hold on, hold on. niggas said, you chicks out there be doing some bullshit. Y'all be bigging these dudes up, and look what you find out. Thank you for that public service. Hey, I just want to say, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, they said, they said Tom Holland and Spider Man. Really had spider senses. It was him catching a whiff of Jake. <laughs> 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 yo, that just makes this movie a whole lot fucking funny. <laughs> oh man, yo, wow. that's that's just crazy. So the direct quote is: Jake Gyllenhaal says, "says I find bath, I find bathing to be less necessary." Good manners and bad breath get you nowhere. So I do that. But I do think there's a whole world of not bathing that is really helpful for skin maintenance. And we need to naturally clean ourselves. What are you, a cat? You're going to lick your own fucking skin? Dude, go put... You know, like my boy used to say, go put your ass in some water. Sidebar, sidebar. Here's the thing. If you ever want to know if your breast stinks, slick your arm and then let it fucking cook. My nigga, you're going to smell that shit. And if you don't bathe, bro, it's going to be enhanced. It's going to hit the multiply. Enhanced, enhanced, enhanced. First of all, that's not a, you're going to lick your arm first. You're going to get all the germs of the fucking month on your tongue. And then you're going to lick you. you just adding bad breath on top of dirt on top of bad breath. It's it's going to be bad, bro. Hey, bro, I don't know, man, but you know. You kiss a chick, she might as well just go lick the sewer grate that's outside. Jake Gyllenhaal. They I mean, don't, I told some you, of these Jake Gyllenhaal is probably killing that 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 area tender I was telling you about. The chicks with eight <laughs> eight inch long armpit hair. Oh, <laughs> ew! Oh, no! Oh, like yo, you ain't never met a chick who dies in perms or armpit hair. No, no, like I don't 
care how seventies you are with your fucking. It's armpit. not seventies. She permed her armpit here. Like it, it, it's it's laid and permed like her her her, her head here. Oh no, bro, no. Like, who wants to see that shit? I'm like just saying that's a vibe. Don't kink shame them. They want to be musty, dirty niggas together. Let them be musty. Let them be pirates together. <laughs> No, you gotta realize they gotta fight off scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we have to stop that. We have to let them know you gotta stop doing that. Because here's the I thing: I let nobody know shit, my nigga. I'm the fuck. I'm, when am I meeting Jake Gyllenhaal? No, you're not gonna meet him. But guess what? Girls are gonna look at that. Go, okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay, my nigga. And then I'm not fucking with you. Why I gotta say something to her because you want to be nasty, bitch? <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's, go, that's why you gotta stop it now because they're nigga, gonna copy gotta do someone anything. who's famous. I don't gotta do anything. Here's the thing. After a long day, you ever walk in the city, go somewhere, and then get home, and you take your pants off, and you're like, damn, my Gucci area definitely smells. I need to go take a shower. <laughs> I'm just saying, that nigga Jake Gyllenhaal went through a day like that, and was like, I'm a bake in this. He just deserved to be stink. <laughs> People should be warned with their one of their senses. Stay away from this nigga. Something's not right. Yo, I get this myself. Now, I'm going to let this cook. Because <laughs> you know that specific smell. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, there's a point my mom used to say, like, when you can't stand the smell of yourself, you know you better go put your ass in some water. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Like this morning, for example, I sat on a chair, like, on the subway, and there was definitely a bum sitting there beforehand because I got up and, like, I guess it was like a pole or something. And I could smell my hand. I touched something. Yeah, stink. Stink. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, I was dead about to go home this morning. I was like, do I fucking stink? Because I was like smelling my clothes and shit. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, yo, my no. hand smelled like a bum. Like, it felt like I was fucking fisting a bum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look at your ass. Like, it smelled like I just wiped the bum's under titty. <laughs> yo, stop fucking up. <laughs> what you mean? I told you that this week was going to be wild. I told you I had a lot of visuals. You know, last oh. week I did them a disjustice by being too sleepy. So I had to come here and ball out. Oh, know? that's disgusting. Because I can almost, <laughs> I can the almost the see key. that shit and taste it. Oh, Jesus. Like, Why can uh, you taste it, though? Oh, uh, no. Because the way you made this, uh, you said fist of bums under t- <laughs> Like <laughs> That's crazy. But since you're on the subject of bums, I'm, I'm going to label this the Crackhead Chronicles. Um, this week. CHC? Yep, this week on the, <laughs> this week on the Crackhead Chronicles, our favorite crackhead came back to the credit union, and I don't know why, but I tried to be a good Samaritan. So I walked up to homeboy and I saw him outside, and I was like, "Hey, you good, bro?" Nope. <laughs> he was like, "He was like, yeah." He was like, "I just need to, you know, handle my business." I said, "All right, look, I'm on lunch. Union rules. I can't." Serve you while I'm on lunch But if you wait I'll come down And you know We can hash it out And I'll Make sure that you get Everything taken care of And he was like Yeah but I gotta go I can't wait That's right. Make your deal Come back tomorrow at 10 I got you Like he was like Alright And you know Today he That day he looked clean He had his hair cut He you know He said alright Good good, good job man Thanks for Thanks for looking out You know gave TikTok me- influencers Gave him a free haircut And yeah, watched it to Square Park <laughs> and then you know game, You know pound out you know it was COVID Getting pound and he said alright I'll see you later bro So I go upstairs I'm enjoying My you know the meal That's probably putting me closer to the grave And uh I'm sitting Down and I get a phone call from downstairs Like yo your man's is back he, he said fuck it He's gonna wait for you to finish lunch I Said alright I'm almost done 
Tell me give about 10 minutes coming down. So I finish quickly. I get dressed. I get ready to go put my mask on. I go downstairs. And before the elevator door opens, I hear, you motherfucker, you son of a bitch. I was like, yo, what the fuck set this dude off? So I go out. And I come out the elevator just to see him slam the door open and walk out. And start spazzing. So, what if you'd have came out there and he was in the security guard's ass? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worse. But that that kind of goes along with what was happening. So I, I stop and I'm like, "Yo, what happened?" So I see the guard go outside. And he's like, "Yo, calm down." Like I'm trying to, and he was just like, and then he just wouldn't stop. And he was like, "Yo, what you don't fucking understand is they're fucking hoeing me." And these people, now mind you, were next to a restaurant, so people. Outside eating And they were outside With their kids And he just turns And he goes Cause they a like meatball And ate one Yeah <laughs> No Like so he turns And his family is sitting there With their kids And everybody's watching And he goes They like looking at my pain And he turns And he starts fucking Humping the air He goes Yeah they like this shit And I'm like What the fuck And then he turns And he points to his dick And he was like You know what I'm saying He said they're fucking Hoeing me out for this right here This shit right here Is magical I'm looking like Like this kid is looking over tell him what I said bro That's why you can't give him Good dick on the first (laughs) date They gonna hold you out bro Like so Like this little I feel him now Like this little This little kid is getting a lesson In what the fuck is happening So I'm just sitting there I'm like yo bro Calm down I'm like calm down but what made me laugh was there's a guy sitting there eating and he's just looking at it. And when the guard calls out, I come outside. There's like, oh, shit. He was like, yo, they went and got the muscles, son. <laughs> he, was like, Look. he was like, yo, big man that came out. He was like, yo, shit about to get real. My man was preparing his phone for World Star. <laughs> like he was shining the lips like he was like, it's going to be on. So he's sitting there. He's they thought you was a head cracker. Like yeah. he's gonna come and crack boy saw, stall and throw him into the gutter. Yeah. So we get out and I'm like, oh shit! Throw like, him into the pile of sewage runoff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for real. So everybody's looking now, and I'm like, yo, this kid, this lady's trying to cover her kid's ears, and like this, this other parent, he's like, fuck it. Learn your lessons. Watch this shit. Yeah, like, so you gotta do. You gotta expose them to it. You know so what I mean? You can tell right there. Don't New do Yorkers. drugs. Here's the thing. Sidebar. <laughs> um, you you got to get finished what you're going to say. But here's the thing. You got to realize. Don't tell your kids don't do drugs. Because that's going to make it more enticing. You'd be like. They'd be like, Dad, what's wrong with him? I was like, oh, I think he was doing the drug you wanted to try. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is good. <laughs> like, that's what you do. You just make it very nonchalant. And they'd be like, damn, I don't want to be that nigga. <laughs> but what would you say, Jeff? I was going to say, you could tell right there who was a real New Yorker and who was a tourist. Off the bat, they're trying to protect their kids. The real New Yorkers just look at that. You know what? Just give, don't give them my contact. Just watch where they are, and then you'll be good. So my man's sitting there, and then we're talking, and I'm like, yo, just tell me what the problem is. So he goes in his bag, and he starts pulling out all these, these receipts. And he's like, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to pull out the bank receipts. So, you know. Look, I was telling them if you calm down. So he wouldn't calm down. So they were like, yo, we cannot let you in the building now like this. And he grabs a suitcase and he just slams it up against the wall. He goes, they're fucking hoeing me out. And he pulls out this receipt. He was like, $75. Do I look more worth more than $75? I was like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, 
what he do. He was like, yo, I'm a fucking hoe for $75. My roommates kicked me out. This person, he was like, you know, they want all this magic right here. And he's pointing. At, I'm like, yo, bruh, stop pointing at your meat, yo. Like, like, like there's kids here. Let right? you know what they want from him. Like, like so he's flipping. He was like, are you going to fucking help me? And I was like, not the way you think I'm, I'm supposed to help you. But look, I can't like, what do you want me to do? So he's just still flipping out. And then he keeps turning to the people like, is my pain your laughter? Is that how you feel? And I'm like, yo, bro, stop talking to the people. As soon as I say stop talking to the people, he turns, he goes, what the fuck? Here come the cops. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. I was like, yo, as soon as the cop, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. This is what's really, like, off about New York. Everybody was fine eating their food. As soon as the cops come out, everybody's cell phones come out. Hey, my cell phone. So I'm like, oh shit, people want people want to go viral watching somebody get their ass whooped. So I was like, so he got to record the cops, my nigga. What would you have done if they came on just cracked my nigga's skull on the sidewalk <laughs> like an egg? You know, the thing is, I was like, officers, he's he's a little off and he's going through something. So they tried talking to him normally, and then he was just he just kept explaining how he's getting hold out. Like they keep kicking him out the hotel. He's only worth seventy five dollars. They want they want the magic that's in his pants and all sorts of shit. And the cops are looking at me like, whose man's is this? Like so, they explain to him gently. They're like, look, relax. He was like, so you're gonna beat my ass? And he was like, sir, look, the camera here is on. This camera over the building on. He's like, God help us. All these people are gonna be recording. Tell me what you need. And he was just like, he starts pointing out. He said, I don't have a problem with these gentlemen. I just have a problem with being hold out. I have a problem. Like, he's not even told. He said, and they're taking my money. And I'm explaining to them that he can call the man. He said, well, why don't you just call the bank? And he's explaining again how he's getting hold out. So they said, look, we can't do anything for you. You're going to have to take it down the street. He turns and looks at him. He said, I know what it is. He said, you want to embarrass me in front of these white folks here. You wanted these white gentlemen right here. You want to you wanna embarrass me and take me out. And I looked, I was like, white gentlemen, dude, I'm as dark as you are. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck you mean these white gentlemen? I was like, this one person here, white. Like, what are you doing? He goes, so the cop's like, yo, look, regardless, bro, take it down the block. He goes, fine, swings his bag around, slams it on the ground. Yanks it, walks down the street, calls everybody, every motherfucker you can think of. Tell somebody as he's walking away, mind your fucking business. Don't eye me, bitch. And then just <laughs> continues to walk. And then I was just like, holy shit. So I conversate a little bit with the cops. I go upstairs. Now, mind you, there's construction next door to me. This motherfucker went to the construction ground and started cursing with the construction people. Like, these motherfuckers and up. I was like, is this motherfucker over in the construction yard? I'm <laughs> like, you're riding up with a hard hat looking <laughs> you in your window yelling at you at your, yeah, at your like, cubicle. Yeah, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I just turned around. I said, this is not real. This is, and you know what? He's right now, he's been banned. So I don't know if there's any more stories that's going to come out with the Crackhead Chronicles right now. I hope that. We have one more good story before somebody, you know, sends them to rehab. But that is this week's Crackhead Chronicle. With <laughs> just, I don't know. This shit was wild, bro. Like, you had to be there. 
So first, first he did the dick cut out and had it signed by everybody. Now he's gyrating in front of kids. <laughs> My dick fell off. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just don't get it. Like, it what's wrong? With Sidebar: I really want some Krispy Kreme. You talking about your job made me think of Krispy Kreme. I'll, I'll, I'll get us a dozen and bring it down. Not today. What's up, Jeff? No, he's been banned from going having a bank account, right? No, that's fine. He's been banned from the building. I wouldn't be shocked if he just shows up and just hang out outside. He that's why he got banned because he was just <laughs> showing up to hang out outside. Yeah, I, I see him coming back at least once more. I mean, that's what your job should be doing, to niggas. <laughs> that's true. Apparently, niggas show up at your job, to, you know, fucking shit all shit over on the, the walls. walls. <laughs> Like I said, I don't get that. I am confused and perplexed by the whole shit. I mean, people go to your job to fucking jerk off during a test. That part still gets to me, man. Because you're in a room full of other people and you're just squeezing a monkey right there. <laughs> Some people like that shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he's a good point. Uh, JP apparently wants to fuck in a tent and give his, his co-worker back a musty tent. Because how do you wash a tent? <laughs> He should do that just because. How know. do you wash a tent? Uh, I Wait, to, I have no clue. I remember seeing this thing before. He didn't buy a tent; he borrowed it. Yeah, I remember seeing this thing that you just put in your shower and it just sprays foam all over it. Like that's not how a tent works. I, I know, but that's the only thing I could think of. Sidebar. Uh, yeah, did y'all see any stuff from the Kanye listening party thing? I saw a gif of him haunting the place, dressed in all black, running in circles. I mean, he was. My nigga definitely was trying to build a fucking pillow fort. Sorry. Kanye has been in the fucking Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Falcons play and the fucking soccer team down there play. He's been in a room about the size of the bathroom, making finishing the new album, running around like the fucking Phantom of the Opera. Showing up to football games, doing weird shit. <laughs> and he put on another listening party. And in the listening party, it was a bed about this side. He had a candle, uh, some, I think it was Ducey, a spiky-ass jacket, like a pair of slippers, some sneakers, and some big-ass boots. Okay. And he was that was in the middle of the stadium, and he had a listening party. The album sounded cool. Okay, so it was what, a little weird. Wait a minute. So your man built a pillow for it. Oh, oh he also saying. trans. He also ascended to heaven, what? and then they turned off all the lights. I think he's still up there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like, see anybody bring him down. <laughs> so yeah, he so, went up by a wire. So I had to drop that. So your man went. <laughs> he had a. He built a pillow for it. Put on some weird. Oh, it looked like he was. He was running around with this like five X jacket and was like. Just running around in a circle. It looked like he was about to build a pillow fort. I was really worried because he had this really spiky jacket on. I was like, he should put his shoes back on because he had like some chonclas on. And I was like, if you step on that jacket, it's over for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he did that and then he... Ass- Look at this jacket. What the hell? Like That's how he was dressed. <laughs> so then after that, your man decided to ascend to heaven. And he, he hasn't yeah. been seen since. I haven't seen him. <laughs> so, so, so I'm gonna save this. Whom God took him? Nah, I mean, that, that was his plan to get no, away from I think the Kardashians. He's stuck. I think he's stuck in the ceiling. Also, I, I'd <laughs> like to point out the fact that as soon as Kanye's 
get divorced from Kim Kardashian, Jay Z and Kanye started hanging out again. I think Jay Z just don't like Kim Kardashian. That's, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> Yo, it's see, everybody thought it was some moral thing with Jay Z not fucking with the shit Kanye was doing with Trump and shit. I just think that nigga don't like Kim Kardashian. He's like. <laughs> That bitch smell like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that was it. <laughs> like, yo, that is that might be facts. Them Kardashians do have a history of fucking a black man. So. <laughs> yo, obviously, because look at Kanye, the man building pillow forts and ascending to heaven. And I don't. And we ain't no, seen he, him You yet. know what I can appreciate? I feel like as of recently, with the explosion of everybody being more concerned with mental health, which is good. That's a good thing. I feel like people try to act crazy for cool points. Like, oh, look how crazy I am. I'm so artistic. You know what I mean? And then you have Kanye, who's legitimately off his fucking rocker. <laughs> true. I just feel like he can't hide the fact that he's crazy. It's true. And, and that's fine. I can appreciate that, you know? But he's been making good music the crazy I feel like some people gets. have been making so like, yeah, I take so much drugs because I'm crazy. No, it seems like you're depressed. <laughs> it's it's like the R. Kelly thing. Like everyone ignored all the crazy shit R. Kelly did because he had the good music. Mm-hmm. As soon as the music stopped, he, he's in jail. No, nah, I mean <laughs> R. Kelly was I don't know if R. Kelly was crazy. R. Kelly was a pedophile. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't The crazy uh, shit wasn't the crate like R. Kelly wasn't as crazy as I feel like people would make him out to be. R. Kelly was a manipulator, and he was definitely abused as a kid. Yeah, like... But I don't, he definitely was like... I think during the music and even after music, somebody... What it was is you had too many enablers. Nobody was like, hey, yo, Kel, she 14, man. Calm down. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying, you know. I mean, I just feel like that's the environment, like, you know, and... And they let it just, slide. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like somebody. That, that's not to make it okay. I'm yeah. just saying. Oh, no. yeah. Don't just look at. You know, I was. I'm gonna direct them to another podcast. They should listen to. If you get the chance, listen to that T Pain on Drink Champs podcast. It might be the funniest Drink Champ episodes ever. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He talks about like R. Kelly because he has a bunch of songs with R. Kelly. He had a song with Chris Brown. He has a song with. Uh, the baby he also has a song with Tory Lanez. He's like, "Why these niggas keep wanting to ruin their career when he has to put out a song with them?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fast. But he had a very good point, which I feel like people tried to cancel him for it before. And he said he wasn't trying to defend these niggas. He was just saying keep that same energy. He was like, "If you're gonna do that for R. Kelly or Chris Brown or something, my nigga," he was like, "Your uncle be his wife last week. You still talk to that nigga." That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That is fact. He yeah. said. He said. There's a creepy nigga down the block that you know diddles kids, but you want to go after the nigga on TV. He's saying. He's not saying don't fucking be mad at them, but be consistent with your mad. You just be mad. Like people just be mad because it's somebody popular and they're making money. But no, because here's the thing: is if you a nasty nigga, I'm gonna treat you the same way, no matter how much money you have. You know what I mean? But I do feel like that's a thing where niggas definitely don't keep that same energy. Like almost like they want to punish somebody for clout. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be punished, but I'm just saying, like, nigga, keep that same energy. Because if you see if you see that nigga on the train beating somebody, beating his wife, my nigga, you're not going to say anything then. True. Yeah, it's Twitter rage. Well, you know, they're you know, angry about it for, like, a week, and then once it's no longer trending, I just feel care. like people don't really feel that way about things. They just want to be in the crowd of, of stuff. And and when you're talking about somebody, like, raping little girls, I mean, maybe that's okay to hop on the bandwagon and cancel that nigga. But I just feel like if you're going to do that, my nigga... Keep just just be consistent. You know what I mean? Like 
Get all these nasty niggas out of here. Don't just get one nasty nigga. Get all of them. Mm-hmm. So you know, I agree with you. But when you when you said the baby, his his, I don't you know want to. This is not for for the listeners because I know people like to uh, cancel people for anything. This is just a question. Oh, that they took the baby off the lineup for the Dimsdale Dimmodome owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but my thing is like when I listened to the clip of what he said, he was like. Shout out to all y'all who ain't out in the parking lot sucking dick. And that wasn't the first statement. That's the second statement. Okay. So I didn't, obviously I didn't hear everything. The first statement he said was, yo, gay people are nasty. Gay people have AIDS and they dirty and they're going to die. And then he said, and then he came back on stage and said, not came back on stage, but then on stage talked about it because people were booing him said sucking dick and then he copped the plea on Instagram and said not my gay fans my gay fans are clean but fuck they're like I'm just saying like I'm just saying you you fucked up see I didn't hear because when the part what I heard was when he said shout out to everybody out there not sucking dick and and then I was just like okay but how can you equate that with somebody gay I was like so straight women don't suck dick like I was like what if he was just talking about people in general whether you're a man or a woman you out in the parking lot sucking dick but thank you for clarifying that because now I know this is why. And here's, here's the difference because people say, yo, like all these other rappers say the same thing. But what I feel like people don't fail to realize is little baby. I mean, uh, the, the baby, baby isn't just a rapper. He was afforded the luxury of being in that like pop star area. The baby did shit like a pop star. Like his videos were weird. P- white people liked him. That's why like. Videos were way bigger than the songs. Like the songs, were like to be honest, the baby can rap, but those songs shouldn't be as big as they are. I can name yeah. twenty niggas with better songs. You know what I mean? True. People liked him, and when you you have that, ride the wave, and you're gonna be popular. You got to know that you're doing that shit because he was booked that shit that two rappers have booked at. Mm. He was booked at Lollapalooza, where the only other rapper on the bill was fucking Tyler the Creator. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, he transcend. Yeah. You know More what I mean? He was genre. booked at shit where they only booked two niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. And he fucked up the bag. And here's the thing is, I just I just don't get niggas w- like not preserving their own self. Like like yeah. how how hateful you got to be in your heart that you'll fuck yourself over. You know what I mean? That's true. Cuz there's plenty of shit that I don't like. But I'm not going to fuck myself over. I don't hate anything that much where I'm like, yo, I'm going to fuck myself over from from because I can't even think of anything right now that I like despise, despise. Like I despise pickles, but I'm not going to come out and be like, yo, you eat pickles. pickles you fucking dead. You know what I'm saying? You're going to die. Your <laughs> family, they dirty. They smell like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> like. And, and I might believe that, but here's the thing: is I'm not gonna just go out of my way to say that because th- there's no reason to. Like, yeah, and it I mean, goes back to like what we were saying earlier. They have people around them that just okay that stuff. What I'm saying is, I don't see how you like you just lack so much self preservation. Yeah, because other people around them, or they, the hate burns so bad in your heart that you will destroy the castle you built. Exactly, the people around them they. Co-sign a lot of their stuff just to hype them up. That's why they end up doing stupid, self-destructive stuff later on. Because when you said that he went to, he left, he said all that and then left the stage. 
and then came back because I guess that's the well, clip did, I he saw. Said, he said something before. I think it was on live or something. Mm-hmm. And then he came out at that concert and niggas was not rolling because it was like one of those concerts where it was like, like, here's the thing. If you're headlining festivals, like, I'm going to give you niggas a secret. There's going to be, there's going to be three screw sets of people at these concerts. There's going to be regular people. Mm-hmm. Drug addicts. True. Mm-hmm. Gay people. True. Yeah. And there's crossover there between these three groups. But generally speaking, the two most dominant people at these festivals are niggas high out their mind mm-hmm. and gay people looking to hook up at festivals. True. Yeah. Why would You're you literally attacking the audience that is making up 40% of your income. Like, he's, he was... Because after the pandemic, I think he was lined up for every major festival. And then just, you know, I don't know. My nigga. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, yo, the niggas who listen to your podcast the most, new they, they all are from New Jersey. Yo, New Jersey smells like ass. Yo, let's get Chief Keith and go blow New Jersey up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's I, I just don't get how you can have so much hate in your heart that you're just like. And I mean, just, just on that little serious note, like, if you, you may not like something in life, but. I always said this, like somebody may not like somebody who's black, but not liking somebody black and wishing death upon them is two different things. Like you don't have to like somebody, yeah, but let them live their life. Person, yeah. but like I, I, I'm gonna let you rock. You yeah, know what I mean? Live your live your life. But if you're wishing death on me, that's a whole nother level of hate. You yeah. know, and for you to go after the gay community, it may you may not like the lifestyle. But you don't have to live that lifestyle. That's you're not in that person's bedroom. You're not doing what you're doing. If you don't like it, don't look. It's the same thing I had to tell people when they're flipping about Lil Nas X. You don't have to watch the video. That's what I'm. I, I said this before. Niggas just trying to argue with me about it. I was like, Yo, this nigga fucked Satan in the previous video. You came back like, Oh, I wonder what's happening here. Yeah, like you like mm-hmm. it. Like just admit you like it because there's no way. Like you like when I see people like, just admit it, my nigga. And I, I was gonna, I, I was trying my hardest not to bring this up because I can't control myself in the way that there's a joke that I seen on Twitter and I have to say it now. And Tucky, you're gonna get mad at me. Niggas wanted some little Nas X bussy, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word, but yeah. it's too funny not to say. Yeah, no. They I, they were at, they were after little Nas X, my nigga. They, you wanted to see that nigga dance in the shower. Yeah, like. I, because it's the fucking thumbnail. Yeah, and you still clicked it. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. And then, and then my thing is like, you don't have to like it. Not everything is for you. Like when I hear people like, "Oh, how dare you watch a, a Megan Thee Stallion or a Cardi B video?" Then salute. If that's not your thing, don't watch it. Like I tell people, don't judge me because I like watching that shit. But let don't me, don't let me tell you, talk. Don't it's get pissed at me if you don't want to watch it. I fucking hate pickles, but <laughs> I'm not saying pickles should me, never exist. Not, no, I'm not. That's not that, but. I'm not out here. Yo, McDonald's is pushing the pickle agenda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just all don't burger, get the pickles, nigga. Yeah, all burger places are pushing the pickle agenda. Like, no, you just say, they do give you the option to say no pickles. Hell, Burger King is like, have it your way. You can literally walk into Burger King like I nigga, do. No onions, no pickles. Pickles off. Like, That's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, if I, if I hate pickles that much, why well, I'm going to Burger Place? I know there's pickles there. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I started liking pickles after a while. I don't want them, but like if they're on the burger and I bite into them, I'm like, yeah, it has a little flavor to it. So I'm gonna. But if you I'm, don't. I'm just, I'm just saying in, in general. That's the first thing I could think of. Right. But it's like, 
could be with anything, you know? Yeah. So my thing is like That's like that's like you know what that's like? That's like me going to like Macy's and being like, they got too much perfume in here. They're trying to sell perfume to me. They're pushing perfume on like that's where I went to. That's what they sell. Yeah, don't go into that section. There's other sections. Like, so just you know, you go into a Macy's, you go into Macy's once, what you gonna think of when you leave? If you don't think of it, you're fucking retarded. And you're gonna think of a person. You're gonna be like, wow, there's a lot of fragrances in this store. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Hell it's unmissable. Like it's like you can't miss it. Hell shout out to Macy's because they started my fragrance, uh, you know, fetish. Walking in, like I I definitely got my cool water, my my Isimiyaki, my Everything from just walking through Macy's to try to go into Green Acres Mall. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, that's what it is. But my only message to people is, if you don't like something, if you're not a fan of the gay community, you don't have to look at them. And trust me, they're not coming to your house to sit down and show you what they're doing. They're, they're, you don't have to do it. Respect that they have a life to live. You live your life. That's it. If you don't like chicks making thought videos, don't watch it. It's not for you. Like... Let let me live in my my thoughtery watching. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can open up your Twitter, mute a word. You never want to see Lil Nas X. Mute Lil Nas X. You'll never see him again. True. You can do it on every single app, and you'll never see it again. True. I mean, that's what they make the settings for. And if you don't understand the settings, turn to your three year old. They can do it for you. Like that was the whole thing with with Chris Chan, for example. He was trending. Nigga said, "Mute him if you're tired of hearing about him, because this is gonna be a shitstorm." Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. You know that that was a wild story. That the transition to that, I, I didn't. I mean, I could tell, but you know, he transitioned into a woman. And now he gets to sit in a woman's prison. But did he just get convicted of molestation? Like of no, accused person? of it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. accused. But then he openly admit it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people well, at first thought it was fake, but if you listen well, to like the, the the conversation of it, it's yeah. This person has been sick for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, it definitely was an oversight on, like, I don't want to say, like, whoever was supposed to be handling that situation, I don't want to say it's his mother's fault, but, like, she was definitely old to the point where he shouldn't have just been left to run rampant, you know what I mean? Oh, she has dementia. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, in cases like that, a lot of times somebody gets put in charge of dealing with that. And there's an oversight of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, somebody should lose their job. Yeah, but Especially, I think, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, right. like, like especially in cases where there should be, like, especially people like that, like, a lot of cases, and at least in New York, what happens is they get an, a counselor assigned to that case. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that counselor should have been like, yo, something needs to change here, you know? From everything I've known, it was Chris was the one in charge. You know, they... I I yeah, understand. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, they definitely should have been checking in. Yeah, definitely lose their job, you know. Yeah, that's true because there's a lot of history back there. Like this spans at least almost 20 years. Yeah, I know of people just following Chris and watching everything they've done. Even the transgender thing, that's still even questionable. But because I remember seeing Chris admitting. That the only reason they trans, the only reason they became transgendered was to become easier to meet up with girls. Well, I know that's what, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, I hate the whole I, thing. I hate the whole thing. Yeah, with that, with that thing with him because it's like a clear manipulation of that, and it was like it didn't work. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't work for them. 
Right. You know, that's why there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And I'm thinking it won't be unpacked for at least a good another year or two. Oh, no, he's going to get five years minimum. Oh, no. I mean, just to lay things bare, like to explain everything. It's going to take a while to just do that part. Or his mom is going to get put in a home. Oh, definitely. You know. His mom's going to get put in a home, and he's going to be in jail, and... Yeah, this is yeah. So they're gonna be in jail, and <laughs> there are no jokes here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I just feel like, but we're living in a weird time right now. Like, well, like twenty twenty mental never health ended. should be taken seriously. Yeah, I agree. And Chris Chan was definitely very visually had Asperger's, a very oh. severe case. Like you could tell by there's like videos where you would see. Eight holes in the wall where he punched or slammed his head through the wall. And it's like, nobody took his case seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's one of those things where, like, the system dead failed and failed them. Like, you know what I mean? Like. No, it's really fucked up about this whole thing. What's up? When I first heard it, I was like, oh, shit. Chris Chan got laid? Yo. (laughs) Damn. I'm not getting laid. What the fuck is wrong with me? Then I saw what happened. I was like, oh, I'm good. (laughs) I mean, that happened. And I, and I definitely think a lot of people out there feel that way. Like, yo, you know, these, like, that That I would say for another podcast. This is definitely, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a level of getting some that I want people to understand. It's not that it's easy, but it's not hard if you know what you're targeting. And I only speak from my own experience that I will say, despite my group of friends, the older guys, and that's June included, definitely taught me lessons that I learned and what to look out for with women. And trust me, you do get caught up, but you can definitely be the master of your own destiny. And I know, Nat, you you guys have your own way of how you bag something. And I, I we've definitely had conversations where I was like, I feel like it's easier for your generation now. <laughs> You're like... You're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, you I know, know, like... It's, if I would say it's easier, it's just a different game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That. Like, it's definitely something that's like, okay, it's different, but... Well, what I would say is, I do think there needs to be, like... Because I feel like some people go so crazy. Yeah. If they can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not to that extent, but I feel like... When I was younger, it was like, yo, I need this to happen. You know what I mean? And yeah. and then when it just became easily accessible, and I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm actually not that that thirsting over this. You know what I mean? What What's crazy? Like, I feel like, like, before I was killing it on Tinder, and it was, like, readily accessible. Yes. And, <laughs> and after me, the after me looks at me that before then was like, oh, nigga, you lame as fuck, nigga. Like, you going so hard for this, and it's everywhere. That's true. You I, know I, what I mean? And it's like, I feel like, I, I, def- I don't know. I just feel like there should be some system to let people know that like, yeah. like yo, I, I definitely this is feel, a thing yeah. and don't go crazy. Like, I, I feel like people, people don't do proper like sex ed here. <laughs> like, at that, yeah, no, I think, I think there's, there's definitely a difference in what people get to do because for my generation there was no tender there was no um online service hell there was no free online porn so you used to have to sneak in and hopefully your parents had porn for you to get to so i felt like we should have been a generation of more bent up sexually like damn i gotta get this i gotta get 
But I kind of felt like we was just laid back about everything. Like, yo, you were patiently waiting to get it. And when you got it, you did your thing. You held on to it. You moved on to the next thing. And like I said, it's not me. Like, I feel like this generation, like, you have access to, like, so many outlets to, like, get rid of your frustrations. And you, you're still, not everybody, not all, but well, there's like, definitely those who are out there that are just like, like fucking uh, Beavis and Butthead, like you're shaking just to... Just to get a titty or see a titty. I feel like. I feel like this is on his parent and the situation around him that didn't have proper like sexual education. But I feel like that is a like consequence of and this is getting super serious and I hate that we're like super serious about shit. But like consequence of like the same way like like I feel like hyper like violent shit doesn't. Affect niggas unless they're crazy. The same thing with hypersexual hypersexualization is like yeah. this person clearly had a mental illness, and they probably just had readily accessible to it to the point where it was like dangling a stake in front of like a starved lion. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, that's and it true. was like like they probably felt like their life was gonna be over. You know what I mean? They need to do this before their window closes. I'm just saying, like I, I can only imagine what. You know what I mean? Like, what goes through somebody's head? Because even you just think about it. Oh, Christian got laid. He probably also thought he was never gonna get laid. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of kids out there that feel like that. And unfortunately, the way it ended up happening is that. And the way the reason why I say things are different also is because like, like now getting laid is easy, like easy, right? It's super mm-hmm. easy. But if you're weird, it's almost impossible because it's so easy. The weird niggas, I feel like, just get like. Pushed off to the nether realm almost. They get banished yeah. to the shadow realm. True. And I can agree with that. Because, because I, I feel like... Um, I keep going. You go. Yeah. But, no, no good. Like As I said, I feel like back in the day, it was like, you know, oh, well, I didn't end up with anybody. I, I'm, I'm, you know, getting older. I haven't ended up with anybody. People were more involved in, like, setting you up with somebody. Like, oh, you're weird. Oh, here's this other weird nigga. Go be happy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I don't agree feel with like that. there's any of that now. Yeah. There was always somebody. They always used to say the saying, "There's always somebody for everybody." There's somebody out there. I for feel someone. like now that's not true. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna agree with you that because, because the weird niggas just get put in a box, but they not not in a one big box, but in separate little boxes and banished to the shadow rooms where they can't get out. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I feel like there's weird chicks out there, and yes. they get and yes. they get banished just and they never but just. That's what I said. They get put in a box and banished, and they can't see the nigga, the other weird nigga in the box next to them. True. Yeah, yeah, that always happens. There, ne- there, there should be a weird nigga dating site. And high key, that already is. There's plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, you might be right. I used to think it was Christian Mingle because I was like, yo, there's yeah, just plenty two. of fish got. Uh, Christian Mingle is like Christian Mingle there. isn't the hundred percent weird factor. It's like Christian Mingle is like the seventy to eighty weird factor. That's like. Yo, I'm weird, but I love Jesus. No, but that and um, what's whatever this new one is like, so you can erase the dating app that's meant to be erased. Oh, I'm um, like Hinge. Hinge. I'm like, yo, listen, they've just been around. They just restructured their thing. Yeah, I'm just like it's actually better because I I feel like their 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 game plan isn't. Bad. I just haven't used it, so I can't speak on it. Yeah. So my thing is like dating is weird for anybody, and this was just my opinion until I tried it. 
dating apps are weird because I always used to feel like if you go on a dating app, you just don't have any game to go talk to anybody in the street until I realized that talking to someone else is really hard when you don't know what to say. Like I had the benefit of meeting the right people to teach me how to talk to people. And I kind of like, don't care. I'll say the dumbest shit and girls just find it funny. Um, some people don't have the, that. The rules might change, but let me, I'm going to lay out Nat's Tinder dating one one Here's the thing, especially for guys. It's a numbers game. Yes, yeah, every chick except for the five percent that are, for some reason, you know, undesirable, whatever that may be, are getting hit twenty four seven. So it's a numbers game. You make yourself available. You get you get yourself a routine that's easy, and you keep an array of topics you can go to. Like for me. Shouts out to my boy Sharif. Me and Sharif would do this when we were single, when he was single as well. I would literally, I would swipe a hundred chicks on Tinder, and the ones that like me back, they instantly got a message. You know what that message was? What the opening line to one famous one-eyed wonder, Fetty Wap. Hey, what's up? Hello. Wow. Trap queen. I would start with Hey, what's up? Hello. If they like music. They would quote it back or they would say something about Fetty Wap. Now I got a conversation with them about music. It was an easy opener that gave me an end for something to talk about. If they didn't, I would be like, I would be like, damn, you don't like Fetty Wap? And then they would feel dumb that they didn't catch the hey, what's up? Hello. Because well, they would be like, why'd you say hi three times? And they'd be like. And it was right. a, it's, a, it's a game. It was like just opening yeah. up. It's like. And then you, when you do that, it's a number game. And. You might fail eight times, but it's so easy and accessible. You can have seven conversations going on at once. You know what's the worst happen? You might call a chick Alexis Amanda by accident. True. Because you're talking to Amanda as well, and you'd fuck it up. Because what I would do is, not for nothing, a lot of conversations would be going the same way. So what I would do is I'd have four conversations going on at once, and I would copy response to the message. You want to go ask me how's my day? I said how's my day six minutes ago. I'm going to just copy that and paste it. Now you got it going. You got it running. You keep it moving. It's a numbers game. Eventually, you're going to hit. True. At that point, you're just being efficient. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Because here's the thing is, don't put too much energy into it. You know what I would do? I would talk bullshit, and then I would go read up on what I talked about. I just don't act out of my character or say anything that's not true to me. But you do all this, and then you study back up, and you make sure you know what you're doing. So when you're on the date, you talk, and that's where your real opening is. Because you could be the savant on Tinder, but if you're going to be lame in person, it don't matter. Because here's the thing is, I was never shooting above my my player rating, I guess. You know what I mean? So I had, I had like chicks that thought I was boring. But here's the thing. No chick that thought I was funny on Tinder came and thought I was, less, I was more boring on, in person than on Tinder because I didn't act out of my character. So any chick hmm. I've seen, it was, it was never a bad date because unless there was something off about them, on my end, I lived up to expectations. And if anything, I was better in person. True. Right. So that's that's the little cheat code. I don't things might have changed. I've been out of the game for a little bit, but well, that's the move. Numbers game. You keep it going. You keep don't don't put your like. So what I would do is like if there was a chick that I'm that I'm like past the three day mark we're talking, I might start ta- tapering off how much chicks I initiate conversation with because now I need to start remembering the conversation I'm having with this chick. But it's a numbers game. Yeah, just keep I, it yeah. going. 
I, I will if say you do this. this for three months and you don't get laid, there's something wrong with you. You need to take a long look in the mirror and figure it out and then reassess the situation and reinitiate. Like for me, just like you, I, but in person before that, uh, and I learned this from Jew. Like I used to say, if you want to get a chick, if you can get her to laugh at whatever open line you have, you got her. So there was a joke we used to tell around, like for every girl we met. And we used to sit on the line and start a conversation. And I used to say, listen, I'll make you a bet. Um, if I make you laugh before I finish this joke, you have to give me your number. And they'd look at me like, Pfft. I'm like, no, 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 seriously, take your time, calm down, get a straight face. And they'd be like, oh, really? Okay, you're a comedian. I'm like, all right, you ready? And they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Because they're looking at me and they're waiting for the joke to be corny. And I'd be like, all right, two firemen are butt fucking in a room full of smoke. And before I can get past that, they bust out laughing. And I'd be like, ah, see, I win. But then I would tell them the rest of the joke, and then they'd be like, okay, that was really funny. That was cute. You know, like, oh, that was something, whatever. And that used to be my opening line for a lot of chicks. And a lot of chicks that I used to feel like I was dating out of my out of my range. Like, like listen, I, I was like, yo, I may be a 7 or 8, and this girl is definitely a 15. And it's like, yo, I don't know. Maybe she likes jokes. Maybe she thinks it's really funny. And I used to just get in their head like that. So sometimes you can get over with a good, I think anybody, if you can make a girl laugh, you can keep her. It doesn't matter what she looks like. It doesn't matter how hot she is. If you can keep her entertained with comedy, you can laugh her underwear off. <laughs> That's it. True. I wouldn't even, it doesn't have to be laugh, but if you're an interesting person. person yeah, you can definitely keep them. Not just with the not for, Objectively, objectively. I was on there and there were chicks that I wasn't super attracted to, but they were super interesting. So I would just talk to them. This is true because they were super interesting and we would talk and then, you know, something, it would lead to something. And yeah, I, I and I would go on a date with them. Did it fall apart after there? Maybe it did. But if we were talking to having a good conversation, I would, I would entertain it because if you're entertaining me, let's go, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's, that's, you think those are good, good advice, Jeff, for the people's listening. Well, it depends on how they execute it, but yeah, that's a good I mean, advice, everything, you know? but everything is in the execution. Yeah. I could tell you, yo, to get to McDonald's, you go, you take a left, you go straight, and it's at the end of the block, and you take another left. Yeah. But if you take a left too early, that's not <laughs> that's on me. True. It was your execution. I yeah, gave you the right exactly. directions. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Jeff, I'm pretty sure you run into your stable of chicks. And you probably had your own opening line for a lot of things. Well, at first I did, but then after a while I started realizing something. Like, my most common thing was that I would be the guy, like, it's, like whenever I say, yes, I know your girl, but I don't want her. Because it's true. I usually was the guy that knew all the girls. And after a while, you know, I see them for how they really are. I don't hate them, but part of me is just like, I'm not into you. I'm not trying to do anything. And yeah, I know your boyfriend. And yeah, I know what's going on between you two. Um, that's none of my business. But usually for me, it's always come down to, is she worth the headache? She, uh, When they always say that line, no matter how hot she is, someone can't deal with her shit, that's usually me. I I agree with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I guess the line, the line is, no matter how hot a girl is, somebody there's somebody out there who's tired of her shit. Yes. And that was almost always me. You know, and yeah, like when the whole Christian thing, I was like, yeah, that's kind of funny. Then I actually saw what happened. I was like, no, no. But, you know, 
for me, my opening line was actually no line at all. Just a massive level of indifference. <laughs> I, it got to the point where I'm just looking at you and like, that's a fun story. I don't care. You know, you fumble in the bag, bro. Yeah. You gotta, no, that 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 that's what actually got me a I, lot I've, of numbers. What's funny is I find a lot you of know? girls like when you just don't give like it's weird. Like you yeah. don't give a fuck about them, and it just so like, only reason why I say that's a fumble because I feel like I used to be that, especially in like high school and stuff, mm-hmm. and it would get me in the door, but it wouldn't lead anywhere. And the thing is, I wasn't trying to lead it anywhere. I'm I not get saying you, you are yeah, trying to lead but, anywhere. I'm saying for me personally, from my experience, my nigga. Going through high school, I wanted to be Shikamaru so bad. <laughs> Shikamaru is the guy from Naruto, the, the plan guy who who manipulated the shadows. Mm. He was very not entertained about much. I wanted to be that nigga so bad. I'm I'm I didn't, but like you know, like that's the best way I could describe it. And that was just me. That was my. I was not. I was too cool for everything, and I was just indifferent and not for nothing. It's so. I, the one thing I feel like I wish I would learn earlier, and also it was my birthday the other day, so I just want to say happy birthday to me, my nigga. Oh yeah, that's right. Happy, happy birthday! Well, it's August, but happy birthday, bro. Yeah, but we did we shout that. you? Did we shout you out at the podcast on your birthday? No, we did not. We fumbled the bag on that. My bad, bro. Mm. Happy belated birthday. But uh, I'm gonna tell a story about when I went out with JP, which is actually pretty funny. Like right after the podcast, uh, not at, but I won't tell on the podcast. But it was after last podcast, um. What was I saying? I can't remember. You mean like Shikamaru and you always oh no? So like, what I would say is, you know what? You know what? I wish I didn't. I feel like I, I don't want to say bully isn't the word, right? But I feel like I let niggas because I've okay. So let me let me get this straight. I've always been a a particular nigga. I don't want to say a weird dude, but I've I've always been a particular. I like weird shit. Like I like anime before. Niggas thought it was cool to like anime. Like, and I'm not, I don't just like anime, but I like, like when I like something, I deep dive into it. So like, I like cars. I could tell you like, that's why I can, I know what a Datsun 210 is. Or I could tell you about a Windstar and shit. I just pick up random facts and shit like that. So like, like anime, I want to watch 70 million anime cause I like anime, you know, or like music. I like music. So I'm deep diving on music. Like there was a time in high school where I was on the bus listening my headphones broke, so I was listening to, I had a phone that, like, the game The game was, what you would do is you would leave the battery outside because people won't take the battery, but if the phone's plastic, you could bring the phone into school. Because it didn't have enough metal, the metal detector wouldn't pick it up, so I would bring the phone into school, and I left, and I put the battery back in after school, and I was listening to a Big Sean tape, mm. and there were some people in my high school that dead tried to make fun of me for listening to Big Sean. And for perspective, you know what they were listening to, aside from Big Sean? Because this is like high school. So this is before I Don't Fuck With You. This is before like Finally Famous and every. I mean, like his album and everything. They were listening to like D4L, Laffy Taffy and shit like that. Oh, wow. Judging <laughs> me for listening to Big Sean. Wow. Also, in that yeah. class of listening to Big Sean on my phone, there was also Drake and all the niggas that super popular right now. But they were judging me because they was like, oh, I was listening to some R&B song, which is probably a Drake song, and then listening to... I remember because they talked to me, it was like, what the fuck is that bullshit? And I was listening to I was listening to Super Duper Lemonade Freestyle, which is literally how people rap for the next seven years. True. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, I wish I wouldn't have let niggas 
their insecurities about trying new shit affect me because I, I became that nigga who was indifferent on shit and it didn't help me because I like being the weird geeky nigga who knows way too much about a random specific thing. True. And it works. Especially it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it, that it works, but it's true to me. And I, I feel like I let niggas influence me and and not be the full me because I was we- I was worried about being ostracized for being weird. You know, I, I feel like it took me a while to like get that back. I don't I don't think that was just you. I think all of us can relate to that and say it happened. I mean, that way for I know it's not just me, but yeah. I'm just I can only speak for, for me, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because we all went through that phase where we just wanted to be popular with everybody else. And I definitely wore stuff like just to be down with like everybody else's popularity. Like, Oh, you know, like the most popular dude is doing this and the most popular dude is doing that. And then after a while, when you start realizing that one, it doesn't fit you, yo, just do your own thing and you'll find people who fuck with you on, on your own, on your own stuff. Cause I don't know why. Why was I trying to impress these niggas who mean nothing to me? I don't fuck with these niggas. I, I speak these niggas walking down the street. I look the other way. I don't know. Like, I, like I have nothing to talk to these niggas. I was in, like, like I was like not for I not, like I shouldn't say that. But like, I, like not for nothing. Aside from hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you since high school. What am I talking to you about? True. Mm-hmm. And I, and I can. There's no an, animosity in my heart, but we don't like the same things. I've always been a weird dude who liked computers and had had weird liked weird shit. But I feel like I like I let myself get put in this box of like, yo, I gotta be too cool for all this shit. And it's like, nah, nigga. The people I find the coolest are super passionate about the weird shit they like. Like Tuck, you guys think he's a, a big comic book fan, but really Tuck is Tuck is a LED aficionado. <laughs> Tuck can tell you about every LED known to man. <laughs> I'm lying, Jeff. No, no, nah, he's right. Chuck yeah, is a LED right. aficionado. I was there when he was. That might be up. the name of this episode, <laughs> LED aficionado. Yeah, which is kind of funny because that's what Anthony was asking me. How can we put the LED lights over there? I was like, no, wait. They they have special lights that are small enough we could put up there to fit it, just so we can sit in the dark. And I'm laughing because you said that because we just had that conversation <laughs> the other day. Because he was like, I was like, wait, guess what I saw on TV? We got. want to see a nigga passionate about something. Yeah. We should film a documentary on uh, Tuck and about his LED obsession. <laughs> like I came in and I was just like, yo, they got these new LED lights where it follows the light pattern of the TV. And he was like, now nah, you're lying. And I, it's not, I, I, that's old. I had that shit. Yeah. No. And I was looking at it. And I was like, yo, but look, it does this. It and also does like, music too. Like yes. I have it. I have it. Like it's it's set up to my Hughes system, so I can do it all the lights in my room. Yeah. And but was, it's not intense as yours, Tuck. Yeah, so I was sitting up there. I'm was still like, building minds. I was like, yeah, you could do this, and he's looking at me like, yo, why did you get in this? I don't know. I was like, one day, I had like the little bulb, the lights to put up there, and I had some girl over, and I changed the lights. She's like, oh my god, I look great naked in these lights, and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> That's when it all started. Damn. I guess the only other story I had this week is I was fucking shaving and I fucking damn near cut the fucking cleft of my lip off. That was a thing. <laughs> and I was bleeding like crazy. So I don't know if you see, I got like a little cut right here, but that shit didn't feel like a little cut. Also, sidebar, when me and JP and Raymond went out to eat, we was going to go to steak. I wanted to go to steakhouse, uh, but I didn't want to spend that much money on food. We ended up going to uh, this Japanese barbecue place and that shit was good as fuck. And it was like, it it wasn't a buffet like yeah. the Korean barbecue place, but that Which shit was, was really good. Yeah. Um, and I have this video 
of when we went and you know when you get chopsticks in the paper thing, you're supposed to take them out of the thing, fold them up, and bend it so you could sit the chopsticks so the top where you touch the food doesn't touch the table. You know that, right? Yeah. Um, I take mine and I do that. I fold it up the way you're supposed to. Raymond takes it and does some origami shit and makes like a tabletop. <laughs> Which I'm like, what the fuck? So I look over to JP like, I wonder what JP did. This nigga JP crumpled it up in a paper ball and sat it on top of the paper ball. It was, just, it was the most wildest array that I like filmed it and it was too funny. Like, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. So look, look, this is mine. There's Raymond's fucking fancy tabletop. And there's JP. It's <laughs> JP's ghetto ball. <laughs> and he's eating a fucking a gyoza saying, yo. I don't know if it's because I'm drunk, but this is good as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that was a great moment. Yeah. What about yeah. you? What about you, Jeff? I know there's some wild stuff that's probably happened to you within the last month or Oh, you gotta update us, man. Honestly, I haven't been doing much. Like I got a new job. Well, not really. I'm still with the same company, but now I switched over. I was to about that. to drop the bomb, the flex bomb. I was like, you're not in the trenches no more? You know? No, I'm not in the trenches anymore. Oh, that, needs, that needs an applause. That needs yeah. an applause. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, no more people a, jerking off. No yeah. more people throwing up into the back of their hoodie and looking at you. No, <laughs> no. more shit slinging, pussy popping. Yeah. No more dick being, fiddling. No chick taking off her fucking clothes to fight somebody. Dick diddling. You know, yeah, no more, no more uh, wildness for you. Yeah, that's true. No more dead raccoons in the locker. <laughs> well, there was that one time I had to go to another center to be a to be the only guy there to watch over another guy who kept hitting on the manager that was there. I mean, the manager she was fine as fuck, but even oh, I was so like, you understood. You, yeah, you I understood. No. Yeah, we're the tag team harassment champions. Yeah, I'll probably take him out first. You know. <laughs> oh, see, there's only could be it. one. It's a Royal Rumble. Nah, there was, nah, it's Highlander. Okay, okay. Yeah, I really go in, but I was like, no, let me not. Let me, let me do my job and behave. You know, so I just had to stand there and be the angry black guy. See, self preservation. But you know, he was like, I like my internet too much, especially because <laughs> my fucking shitty nephews aren't stealing it. <laughs> No, nah, they're not my family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we need to establish that right now. They are not related to me by blood. <laughs> are they still trying to steal you in it? Oh no, I had that. I had that shit clipped a long time ago. At that you point, I was last just, time. Yeah, I just stare saying. them down every time I see them about it, but they don't talk about thing it. Thing is, see, you looking at this the wrong way. The fact that they were so resourceful to steal your internet, you need to put them niggas. They gonna be a scammer one way or not. You better benefit off it. You should get the bag too, cause they gonna scam somebody else. No, 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 no going to. They already have. Like, one, he always would get a Samsung phone, report it stolen, send it to Haiti, and make some money off of it. That's they, that they get in the bag, bro. You know. So, yeah, you gotta, I can't. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta let them scam. You gotta, you gotta be like, yo, I'll give you. But you gotta, like, make a make a proxy network for them. Just give them, like, 15 up, 15 down, right? <laughs> and when they're doing that, Make sure they slide you a little money, you know? Do it that way. Because they're going to keep scamming. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know. Get some profit, you know? So especially so you can keep tabs on them. Because the cops can come and raid y'all one of these days. You want to at least know what they're getting into. <laughs> true. And you better hope they don't, like, go out there and try to re-get into the damn box. Because, you know, listen, they're some little resourceful motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. 
the upside is I don't even deal with them as much. You know, a lot. I think they finally moved to someplace out in Long Island. But you know, oh, so like they scamming that lot of people. I got to be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't wanna them niggas in your trunk right now. <laughs> Probably like <laughs> like I don't wanna come in. Like you came out here, they might follow you. But like, oh yeah, they're only two Haitians. Really small Haitians or really big Haitians. <laughs> and I feel like Jeff took up all the big genes in that circle, so they gotta be tiny. Am I right? No, like I said, they're not related to me. <laughs> no, but in that circle, like like now that they're married, like they're married in there's no way they could get the big Haitian jeans. Nah, they got a couple. I big feel like bars. a big, the big Haitian jean is like like a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wrong? no, you're not wrong. Every time I go and see family, they go, "Oh my god!" Um, no, no um, uh, shit. Oh, oh. There was a, a Haitian oh. word for it. Uh, I hated it so much. <laughs> Every time I see them, and I knew exactly what they were saying, what they but. Say? Oh, oh my God! You're so big, and the thing is, I'm looking at them. I don't like, know, like that's what she said. I can't say anything because they're family. <laughs> you know, if they're not family, then they're friends of family, and I'm like, I can't snap on them either. I'm you like, can. Nah. you could be like, oh my God, you're so impoverished. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna cancel. <laughs> why? Why? You're not wrong. Oh my God, you know. oh my God you're so wrong. He's not wrong, man. Here's the only thing I'll ask. You know, they got a piss bucket, don't they? Yes. Okay. <laughs> question. The funny thing is, my mother didn't have one until she remarried. Then it's like he just brought all that niggerdom back. <laughs> all that island style right back in the house. So she brought the poom poom bucket back. <laughs> two of them. Just two of them now. Yes, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a sheet rock bucket or is it a Lowe's bucket? Uh, no, it's either it's a I think it's a a Lowe's bucket, but it's like a red one with a little pail on this, a little spout on the side. What it's, the fuck? Yeah, like your sister didn't get into that, did she? No, she did marry Haitian though. But I'm like, I'm I would say I'm waiting for that moment, but she's too Americanized, and I think at the most of the time she's usually scolding her husband, which is kind of funny she's for doing telling, that for doing that wild shit. Not just doing that wild shit for hanging out with other Haitians on the block. She's literally telling them, don't keep money in your pocket. You better put that shit in the bank. That's where it belongs. Don't be leaving it there so they can ask you for money. I'm like, yo, why the fuck you even... I would say, why the fuck you even marry him? But I'm just sitting there laughing at this shit. I hate her. She chose that, you know. I could sit here and talk about how the time my mom tried to gaslight me into believing that she introduced me to her husband. I'm like, bitch, no, you didn't. I remember you told us the story. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, I'm going to enjoy whatever she's complaining about at this point. I'm just sitting there in the back just eating some pretzels like, (laughs) good. Your brother's doing better, right? Oh, yeah, he he didn't marry Haitian. He's fine. (laughs) Yo, that is so he said he didn't marry Haitian. He's fine. What do you marry? American, Spanish? Oh, American. Black. Oh. Her grand her father was actually an Olympian too. He actually oh. won a bronze medal in boxing, so oh, I'm shit. not gonna fuck with him. Oh shit. Your brother learned. Yeah. Yeah. He improved. That's good. I'm happy for him. And he moved I, he they moved into a nice spot. Oh yeah, they're like in a white neighborhood now. No, it used to be black, uh, um you know where the shuttle train is? Yeah, yeah, they live around that near the near Prospect Park. 
the white part of it. So I'm like, okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> My nephew, he'll he'll be do, he'll be fine. <laughs> he won't he won't learn. He he's gonna come over to the house like you did. He's gonna see the poom poom bucket. He's gonna be like, yo, what the fuck is that? Oh no! <laughs> he's like, yo, no, that's gonna be me trying to keep him away from it from playing with it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they just leave that bucket wherever, and I'm like. Why, why do you do JP that? JP put Raymond's head in a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was following. He was like, why would you give that to him? Like, you know what that bucket is for. Exactly. I feel like JP did that as revenge for Raymond slamming on his head. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was doing. <laughs> like, So what do you think JP is doing right now? Is he all deep in the tent doing a, you know. It's just him and, it's just oh, him and him, uh, Denise out there. more people. He asked me if I wanted to go hella late, and I was like, "Nigga, where am I gonna secure a tent in a week and True. supplies and sleeping bag and shit?" I was like, "If you didn't want me to go, don't even fucking offer, bitch." Because <laughs> if you wanted me to go, you'd have told me beforehand. That's true, and I kind of felt like if, even I mean, if I had a if I had a sleeping, I mean, worst case scenario, I'd have gave you this expensive ass. Uh, Air bed and be like, bring my shit back. Don't bring I it back. I got an air mattress, it. but nigga, what I'm doing with an air mattress in the woods? Blow that shit up and sleep on it. It's not, that's not. That's not how. That's gonna work, my nigga. <laughs> you still need a tent. Yeah, nigga, I'm gonna be yeah. in dicks <laughs> buying a tent. <laughs> dicks. Oh, you go to Dicks Sporting Goods, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you go find you go find yourself a nice tent. I mean, how how expensive are tents? Anybody? Tents tell? are fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. A nice tent is like seven hundred dollars. Fuck out of here Like yo I'm dead ass that's a, $700 is a luxury tent to me Like no, We talking about like, like It's bad wide And it's got like A high ceiling And lights and no, shit No Those ones you're talking about Started at like Four or five grand Shit, shit Bruh I ain't never going camping Hotel Like fuck. Wow like nice tents That are at, like Properly waterproofed And stuff So you don't have to Like bring a tarp on top of, like, on top of it, like, they're kind of expensive, like. Damn, $700. Because, like, you could buy the, like, Coleman Sun Dome for, like, like 70 bucks, right? Mm. But that's, like, the, nigga, you're, you're under five feet tent, like, and you still need to put a tarp on top. And, like, that's, like, the, that's, like, the, when you think of outdoor camping, that's the first tent. That's, like, the caveman tent. <laughs> okay. That's I think just, what you're looking at normally is in the range of three fifty to four fifty for like a good tent that's not just gonna fall apart on you after one use. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all talking craziness. Uh, good luck to JP out there. I'm in not the talking woods. shit. I'm just saying this nigga said like I'm just gonna pull up with the five hundred dollar tent out of nowhere. That's why I said I'm not going. Because imagine the tent. And then, like, this nigga JP not equipped. This nigga, this nigga don't even got his fucking butane stove right. The equipment invested <laughs> I would need to go camp properly with these bum-ass niggas is way too high. <laughs> he said the butane, which is true. Yeah, he's he bumming it. That's your, what it is. Huh? Would have been able to cook your food properly and do whatever. So he out in the woods lacking. That nigga, right that nigga stopped, got up from his wilderness tent and went to Taco Bell. I <laughs> <laughs> better have that bean paste. <laughs> oh Lord! You don't want to go with the Alibaba, uh, fucking Ali AliExpress, fucking what's that other what's that other app? Wish, wish the Wish Ten. I put the up the Wish Ten. <laughs> I'm be fucked. 
and all this so that he can say I I I, I camped out with my girl and we probably did it out in the woods. Nigga, Here's the thing: is I like camping. Yeah, I know you do. I you like I said, like, like camping. Yeah. I've only been camping once, but I really enjoyed myself that one time. Listen, I. I'd, I'd like to try it once too. When I went paintballing and I tried to, st- we were supposed to stay the weekend for the skirmish thing. Um, I went there and you know I thought maybe at the time they had like, uh, what's the thing I can say? I thought maybe they had like little cabin hotels in there that you can rent with little beds or whatever. And then he was like, "No, nah, you know, like like I was with a bunch of different, uh, a bunch of other friends who I, I haven't seen in a while. Up. I need to hit up my my white friend Brett. Have him help me pick out a nice tent. Yeah, that's what I need to do. <laughs> the people I went with, <laughs> the people I went with had great tents. But what turned me off was like I've been running around all day. Um, I had to use the weird porta potty that I actually bought like ammonia for to clean out because I was like, yeah, I'm never sitting on one of these crazy things mm-hmm. with not with just the paper to sit on there. I was like, this thing got to be disinfected. Um, I said, so alright, so where we sleeping? So there was this dark open wooded area that like as it got darker it just kept getting blacker over there and all you saw was these little fires. And I was like, is that That's like where you're supposed to camp? Yeah, I was like, is there any even ground here? He said no. Like, I was like, ah nah. You know what? Like when I, I mean, saw it's everybody supposed to be even. But what I would do is like when I went, I went and kicked around and made it even, you know? Yeah, but when when I saw how we would be sleeping out there, we had like five tents. Uh they was like, Yeah, you know, like you can bring your sleeping bag and you can share the tent over here with him. And I was just like, I look around, like I kept smacking bugs on my neck and I'm like watching shit crawl across the grass. I looked over there. Yeah. I picked up the phone. I called my best friend. I was like, yo, listen, can your, can your fiance come pick me up? I'm all the way the fuck out here. Deep long Island. I was like, I am not Fred Flintstone this shit. Tonight. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, yeah, they got a porta potty, but these motherfuckers want me to sleep out here in deliverance. You know what I'm saying? Fine, bro. But you see, they weren't equipped, bro. What you got to do is you got to do that. Right. You want to take it to the next level. What you got to do is you got to get the tarp, you wrap it around some trees, and then you get the water thing. And then if you want to take the next level, they have these water heaters that take a deep battery that heat the water. It's not going to get super hot, but it's going to get warm enough where you're not fucking free. The water's not hitting your back. and like, ah, you know what I mean? It warms it up just enough so it's like like kind of like warmer than lukewarm. You take your, your shower that way. You do that. You see, you can fiddle around with the sticks and wood and shit, or you can pick out the butane burner. Bing, bang, boom, you're done. You get your thermos going. I'm just saying, if you want to camp like a pro, holler at your boy now with his wilderness guidebook. Nah, Camping listen, like a civilized human. Listen, you can That's do I that. Should put out a, I should put out a, a a PDF book on Amazon, how to camp like a civilized human. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can do that shit. My point was, I looked into the dark abyss of that fucking land they were on. And I'm all. just saying, you went with some niggas who like to rough it and tough it out the yeah, mud because they nah, haven't lived in struggle. I, yeah. Here's the thing is, I've lived in struggle my life. I don't need to go experience struggle artificially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen, I literally looked at the guys at Skirmish. I was like, where y'all sleeping? Oh, we got some uh, cabins over there. I was like, how much for the night, bro? <laughs> I was like, I ain't here's talking thing, about you. Bro, here's the thing, bro. My family comes from third world countries, my nigga. They basically live in a tent. Their house <laughs> is basically a tent, my nigga. Just mud. I mean, no, nigga. What? I, 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 I didn't say prehistoric, nigga. I said third <laughs> no, world country, nigga. They they fucking Haiti, houses. It's still mud. You're wildin', my nigga. I, Haiti's different. Jamaica. <laughs> you got they. They live in a concrete box. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I would have taken the. You know, I saw hurricane proof. Yeah, I would have taken a concrete box. I'm telling you, these these dudes sat on a sacrificial lamb for fucking 
Cthulhu to come down and just pick them up. Cause, <laughs> cause like, I was like, yo, like it's black over there, bro. All I see is like a dome of darkness. I was like, so whatever evil dead thing that's going to go over there, they need a bunch of y'all over there to set for the sacrificial lamb. I'm not going to be number 26. Hey, so I'm going to get my ass on there and go. They, they trying to experience that. I'm just saying I've had enough struggle where, you know, I'm not trying to go experience that unnecessarily. If I'm going camping, I'm trying to do it in luxury. Like, the thing is, the tent and stuff is cool. Realistically, what you what I'm trying to do is live the life where, you know, I get me a get me a tiny van, you know? Yes. Get me a tiny home. Uh, I, I, I would go have done camp that. And pull up, like, you know, connect to the internet with my fucking SpaceX satellite and play Call of Duty in the woods. You know what? I, that would be nice. I fucks with you with that. If I could have found a little tiny home like that to sleep, I would have probably stayed. But once I saw all, all that wildness going on, all I thought about is some strange bug biting me and giving me some shit that I can't get rid of. Nah, or, man, you would have got bit already by that. Yeah, or 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 at the end of the night, some weird woodsman comes in there and just takes me away for fucking sacrifice. I mean, you might have to worry about that, you big and black. They, they got at least two two sacrifices out of you. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and the thing is, I just was not happening. Like, at, at the middle of the night, like... I just somebody just wrapped me up in my fucking sleeping bag and that's like it. A snug bug in a rug. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I was like, and nobody would hear me getting dragged off at night. So now nah, I was just like, no, I'm. I, I was roll like, I'm you good. down to the cave of Damon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, I know I'm good. Like I called, yo, they came and picked me up. I was like, they was like, yo, you sure you don't want to stay? I was like, nah, I'll see y'all on the news one day. So I'm out. <laughs> I just got, I just got in the car. I was like, yo, thanks for the skirmish. Yeah, but we got another thing on Sunday. Nah, I'm good. Listen. Take my spot. Here's, here's my extra gun. Your homeboy didn't have one. Yo, enjoy. Yo, I'll pick that shit up from you later. Peace out. I got in there and I slept snug in my fucking bed. I was like. Oh, so you was really a snog bug in her Yeah, I, I got home. I fucking cracked open the juice, turned my TV on, and I fucking sat back and said, thank God. I could deal with like just regular mosquitoes here. <laughs> That's it. But that shit, listen, if the world goes into darkness and the zombie apocalypse happen, I'm literally going to have to take over a house somewhere because I'm not sleeping out in the woods. That's fair. Sleeping out in the woods is fine. I don't have no problem with it. But you got to you gotta be prepared. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> but anything else y'all got, y'all got, y'all got on, the, on, the top, on the dockets? Nah. It was a funny week. I feel like there's a lot of shit to talk about. I feel like I definitely forgot some shit, but. Just so much shit happened this week that I feel like I, I can't even remember it all. Hey, listen, we still did almost two hours of some wild shit. We got a little serious. We got a little funny. We brought up some good stuff. I think it was good. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. You got anything else you need to tell the people? Don't trust ahead, Haitians. Nope. <laughs> yeah, damn, damn. Man. <laughs> don't don't what, Jeff? Don't trust them Haitians. Damn, bro. I think you got a little hate in your heart, man. Little? I would say little. <laughs> Now you just don't trust them. Do you want to see them wiped off the earth? No. Okay, so then it's a good it's a good eight. You just you just don't want to be around them. That's it. Yeah. You you There are a lot of good ones, you know, but they're American. Bruh. <laughs> you you just want to erase that part of your heritage? Yeah, there's, there's there's too many of them that just makes me go, you know, it in the immortal words of my grandmother, get off my planet. <laughs> and we wrapping this up. Okay, tuck tuck. That was that was that was Jeff, AKA's, AKA's talk. <laughs> Jeff, AKA, don't want to deal with the Asians. I'm saying that, that was his AKA. So you're not getting <laughs> yeah. no more AKA's. Like, say your AKA so we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is your boy, Black Lavender, AKA Big Lavender, AKA the new chocolate giddy up, AKA the driver up daddy, AKA 
you know, just in, just because JP's not here, Thick Daddy Satan, a.k.a. A.k.a. the Ouija Board Warlock, a.k.a. <laughs> your girlfriend's best friend using strippers in his ATM. <laughs> and that's all for me right now. Chairman of the NYDP. Chairman of the NYDP. <laughs> And it's your boy, Seymour Dollars, a.k.a. Baron to be Bonnet. The B stands for a boss man. Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's your boy, Procrastinator P, Bosco Bandelier. And we are out of here. Bow. Hey. Count me in. Like.